Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. All right, hi, guys. Welcome to episode 31 of From the Den. This one might be a little bit brief. Uh, let's jump right into it with takeaways from week eight of the NFL season. Oren, give me your first takeaway. Um, You know what? The Panthers are beatable. The Panthers, obviously, they were always beatable, but the Falcons beat the Panthers handedly. Maybe the Panthers aren't as good as we thought they were. Yeah, talking about, speaking of teams that aren't as good as we thought they were, I'm going to jump on off of that. Uh, Packers, you know, they showed their weakness against the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers are a good team. Now they're losing to the Vikings. Uh, do you think this one says more about the Vikings or the Packers? Packers, easily. It shows that they have a glaring hole at run, at run defense. And if you're able to slow down Aaron Rodgers at all and just run the ball a tiny bit, then you can beat them. And I think that the Titans will end up beating them because the Titans, December Derrick Henry versus that run defense, wow, yeah. that's going to be a big game for him. Yeah, and... Um... I think in their first few games, the Packers definitely looked unbeatable. They looked even better, not unbeatable, but one of the best teams in the NFL. They're still one of the best teams in the NFL, I'd say, just because they've got Aaron Rodgers and that exceptional offense. But I think it actually says a lot about the Vikings, too, in that they're still out there fighting. Uh, I'm not sure what their record yeah. is, but I think that they can still put up a fight. They, the record is they've still two, got talented players. Two and five. Okay, they're two and five. I think they can do some things, finish not the playoffs, but do so. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. Titans Bengals. There's a very, there's a scheme to beating the tight, the, the Titans. I didn't watch the game that much. So I can't tell it to you. Hopefully the bears figure it out for next week, but all right. Not the point. Yeah. Um, just briefly about Titans Bengals. I'm really, Oh, what did I go this week? You, well, I don't know. Oh, my, we have I to forgot. start tracking our picks. I, I remember counting. I went very bad. I was like maybe one, yeah, but I was really close to picking the Bengals over the Titans. I ended up picking the Titans, but man, I should have picked the Bengals, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, that's an okay takeaway. I'm going to say Steelers-Ravens. We both, Orrin and I both picked the Steelers to win the division, and it's looking like it's going to be that way. This is a crucial game for both teams, and the Steelers pull away. Um, so, yeah, I think the Steelers are legit. Probably a takeaway could be the Steelers are the best team in the NFL right now, but I'm not sure if I agree with that. I think if the Steelers play the Chiefs next week, the Chiefs would win because, I mean, it's going off topic. Tell me, You can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, but I think um, the Chiefs' offense is so overpowered, they'd be able to beat that Steelers' defense, and the Steelers' team is propelled by their defense. So I don't know if they're the best team in the NFL. I think I, think I would take the Steelers, but that's not the point. Yeah. Um, all right, another takeaway. The Browns aren't that for real. I mean, the Browns... Just, they look beatable. Yeah, that's they, a they problem. Look, There's a Baker Mayfield cycle that we were talking about. Who do they play? Did they have a bye last week or something? Were they good last week? Yeah, they put up 37. There's a Baker Mayfield cycle that people talk about. And this we like he, he plays bad, he gets criticism, then he proves the haters wrong the next week, and then he comes out the next week and puts up six points again against the Raiders. Um yeah, I guess as good as the Browns team at some point. And it is hard that they have lost Odo Beckham Jr. And maybe when they get their running back Nick Chubb back, things can change. But I think that Baker Mayfield circle is kind of stupid. I think it's just just the schedule that they have. I feel like they just play easy team, bad team, easy team, bad team. Like I don't know if that's true. I have to check their schedule. But 
I, f- I can't I can't really think of a game that Baker Mayfield had like a good game that he played that was against a good defense, and I can't think of a really bad game he played against a terrible defense. Yeah, um, hmm, I don't really know what takeaway I can have from Rams Dolphins, but so here the, the what are Browns your thoughts about that Browns Dolphins? No, Rams Dolphins. Rams Dolphins. Yeah, wow. The Dolphins um, are just for a, real. And also, they it's not a, like to a great defense. If if, if, if I told you. Little. Yeah, the Dolphins actually have a very underrated defense. If I told you that the Rams would come out beating the, the that the Dolphins beat the Rams before the week, I'm sure that you would say, "Oh, Tua had to had played his mind out in that mm-hmm. opener." But really, he played pretty badly. If anything, um, mm-hmm. that defense totally propelled them to the victory. So it'll be interesting to see if Tua progresses more. This could defense. be a legitimate contender for a wild card spot. But if not, and this this I, this looks like more of a fluky game for now, I'd say. So I don't the know. The Dolphins if I really have a team, the Dolphins team, really lacks talent. But wow, are they? Brian Flores. They got a lot of really heart. I'd say to be a great coach. Yes, a lot of heart. They should not be this good. And in a few years, if they still have Flores, Tua develops, and they have a good team, they could be scary. Yeah. Um. I'm okay. Patriots Bills just really quickly. Bills are looking like one of the top teams in the NFL. Each week, they in the past few weeks, they kind of lowering down um patriots are a bad team like i said in the last episode and the bills could have very much lost to the patriots in this game so they're not really looking like a legitimate super bowl contender um i don't anticipate either of them going far in the postseason and i don't think patriots are even going to make it all right so i'm going to go on to the next week to predict Um, any other takeaways nah you can go all right, we predicted. Me and Benjamin both picked the Packers. Good win. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we're recording this on Saturday night. Sorry about yeah. that, but um, picked the te- Packers. Yeah. Forty Niners. So yeah. Yeah. Texans Jaguars. Give me the Texans. I mean, the Jaguars aren't playing. I don't think they're gonna start Gardner Minshew. It'll be an easy win. Yeah, no brainer. I'd say Texans aren't great, but they're a lot better than the Jaguars without Gardner Minshew and with this very bad pass defense. All right, I think we've got I some. Uh, just want to preface this. Looking through, we've got some very, very good games this week because it looks yeah, like, even like the, the when the bad, bad teams, teams play the bad team, like it's hard to pick. Those these are good games. games. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because when the bad it's teams like, play the bad teams, it's it's still a good game. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Giants, Washington football team. Give me the Giants. There was a stat. I think it was like the Giants are like one in seventeen, like in the past two years against any team that's not named Redskins or the football team. That's not. Give Washington, me the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's interesting. We both picked the Giants to win last time they played, so I guess Giants would be a good pick. I have a little bit of hesitancy because I do think the Redskins have, or excuse me, the Washington football team has kind of an underrated defense, and this Giants offense did not look great against the Buccaneers. But to be fair, I'd say the Redskins, oh, shoot, <laughs> a little tired right now. To be fair, I'd say Washington's defense is worse than the Buccaneers, and they were still able to put up some points against how many points? 23 points against the Buccaneers. So basically, I'll take the Giants, even though it's not going to be convincing or anything. All right. On to Ravens-Colts. I think that the Ravens are going to win. They came off of a big loss in the Steelers game, and they need a, they need to win these games. Yeah, I think this game, there's a chance for this to be a blowout or to be closer than people expect, to be honest. But uh, I'm going to take the Ravens, but it would not be nearly as, like, I'm not nearly as confident in picking the Ravens as I would have been, say, 
four weeks ago because the Ravens are definitely on a downward trend. And to be fair, they have played hard teams when they've lost, but still Lamar Jackson doesn't look MVP form right now. Yeah. All right. On to the Lions Vikings. I want to hear your prediction first. This is actually a very, very interesting game. Matthew Stafford is playing. I think, well, I don't know if it'd be a no brainer, but um, I would, I'm, I would probably pick the Vikings to win if Matthew Stafford wasn't playing. Um, Kenny Galladay's injured. Mm, interesting. I think, yeah, I'm going to go pick the Vikings in this here. Um, not super confident about that pick because these are both kind of bad teams. And I think that you kind of like the Lions, Oren, but they lost last week. Uh, generally, I think the Vikings are better managed than the Lions. They're both in a bad position, but I think that um, the Vikings can get some nice touchdowns. And I don't know. We'll see what happens on the defensive side of the ball, but also for the Vikings. But uh, the Lions are without one of their star receivers, so that's definitely helpful for the Vikings. I'm just going to pick the opposite of you. Give me the Lions. <laughs> really? You have any reason aside from that it's the opposite of me? Um. Yeah, the Lions love very solid receivers. In okay, but if um, I had picked if I had picked the Lions, would you have picked the Vikings? I probably would have thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I understand you want to have some difference, so that's fine. Yeah. All right, we're gonna skip Bears, Titans, Panthers, Chiefs. I think we're both gonna take the Chiefs. I can't speak for you. I'm gonna take the Chiefs, but I think that this is a really good game, and it's gonna go under the radar. It's a really good game. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a lot of scoring. I'll tell you that. It'll be there'll be a lot of highlights if you're watching Red Zone from this game. I anticipate. Uh, give me the Chiefs. I not too much to talk about here. All right on to Seahawks Bills. You know the Seahawks and the Bills have the same amount of wins this season. Hmm. Wait, what? Oh, same amount of wins, but that's not fair because the Seahawks have a buy and the Bills haven't had a buy yet. I know, but I'm still saying that the point. The point is, is that I'm going to take the Seahawks. Seahawks are a better team. Bills are overrated. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think people are... I'd say the general consensus now is that the Bills were overrated to start the season. There are a lot of people who are going low on them. Uh, right now, I don't really have a reason not to pick the Seahawks. So, yeah. <laughs> Give me the Seahawks. All right. On to Falcons-Broncos. You take your pick. Ooh, this is a very interesting game. Um... Again, if you're just looking at roster alone, obviously you're going to want to pick the Falcons, but that's been the case with pretty much all their games. They have a pretty great roster. I'd say right now the Broncos are finding a way to win, uh, albeit the Chargers aren't the best team in the league, but they have a pretty good roster, um, and they just pulled out a victory against them. So that's definitely an inspiring victory. I guess the the Falcons are also coming off a pretty good win. Um, the Falcons I'm going defense... to take the Broncos. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry okay. I'm interrupting you. I no, think the fine. Broncos. My team. I think I'm going to pick the Broncos too, and I'll and I'll start rambling a little bit less. Um, basically, yeah, Falcons defense is still pretty bad despite looking good in the last game. All right, Chargers Raiders, give me the Chargers. I have a feeling that was going to be your upset of the week or something. Oh, and you, you were going to like really okay. I'm high on the Chargers because I have some guys in fantasy football. That doesn't mean I'm picking them to win every game. No, I I'm not doing it. I do it because I think that the Raiders are going to come into this game thinking, well, this is like a easy win, right? The Raiders are yeah. a team that goes up to their competition, but I feel like the only time the Raiders are really good. Have the Chargers and Raiders play each other this year? I'm not sure. That's a great question. Also, I might be picking every favorite team to win this week, despite the fact that I said there are a lot of good games. So Chargers, Raiders, who would you pick? Chargers, Raiders. I picked the um, Chargers. Hmm. That's interesting. I might have picked the uh, Chargers if you had if you had picked the Raiders. I definitely see the Chargers. I could see the Chargers winning this one. 
The Raiders have an exploitable pass defense. Justin Herbert's been looking exceptional. But I like the Raiders maybe even more than I like the Chargers. Give me the Raiders. Saints. Oh, just kidding. Cardinals, Dolphins, who are you going to take? Yep. Cardinals, Dolphins. I don't love the Cardinals, to be honest. I still have a little bit of a lack of faith in them, even though they did have a nice win against Seattle. But I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, the Dolphins defense might be able to pull off some nice things, but no. And also, I think two was a young quarterback. The Cardinals defense has been pretty solid this year. So give me the Cardinals. Give me the Dolphins. Dang. Yeah. Okay. I respect it. Honestly, I respect it. All right. Steelers, but I just, Cowboys. Wait, but do you have any reason? I want you, you can explain oh, my reasoning. Yeah. I think their defense is going to be able to confuse Kyler Murray. They have a very good defense. I think that even though Tua didn't have a great game, he was like a game manager rather than a star. He wasn't like boomer bust. He was just very consistent. I don't know. I'd have to, to see more. To be offense. honest, I didn't watch a lot of that game, so I'd have to see it. But he, just from stats, he didn't look great. So also, that's why I'm not going to pick him. Going back to the 1970s, Cowboys Steelers. Oh, yeah. Game of game of the year, Super Bowl. They played in the <laughs> Super Bowl. Those, that was literally the 1970s. I think 1996, the Cowboys beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I'm just They're, glad it's not Sunday night football. <laughs> yes. Um, two of the most, the, the most, the one of the best franchises in the league. Two of the best, I mean, filled with history. But... I mean, obviously, this game is a bit lopsided. They're starting a, a quarterback, Garrett Gilbert, who just played in the XFL. That was his last stat, his last place that he played. The Steelers haven't lost a game. I'm going picking the Steelers. Steelers have a great defense. Garrett Gilbert will throw many interceptions. Yeah, not too much to say here, giving the Steelers. Saints-Buccaneers, let me announce this one. Wow, wow, wow. That'll be an exceptional game because mm-hmm. – um, I'd have to see what was the score of the first Buccaneers Saints game week one. I think it might have been closer than it really was. Yeah, I know. So, Oren, I know you're going to pick the Buccaneers. I just know it. Like, I bet on you picking the Buccaneers right now. Um, I think I'm also leaning towards picking the Buccaneers just because it's Tom Brady and it seemed like they might have something clicking. Um, and also, I'm not very high on the Saints, and I know that you aren't either. So give me the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I give me the Buccaneers as well. The Saints there you go. Just, I win my the bet. Saints, I think that the Buccaneers at home are going to have to win this game in order to win the division. Tom Brady wins big games. Yeah. All right. Patch Patriots. Jets, what a terrible game. <laughs> that that game. Joe, Joe I'm just letting you know, Joe Flacco is starting in case that affects yeah, I heard your, that. Is it over Donald or is Donald injured? Donald's shoulder won't play against the New England Patriots. Okay. I mean... Honestly, Sam Darnold, I mean, Joe Flacco has been very good in his career against the Patriots, but like, I'm not going to go pick the, the New York Jets against, even though the Patriots have been underwhelming against the best coach in the NFL. Imagine what Bill Belichick, how, what, what scheme Bill Belichick, how we can scheme up against. His yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I'm not ready them to, up. I'm losing faith in the Patriots. I'm not ready to talk them up, but it's the Jets. Give me the Patriots. This game is, I'm, I'm not excited to watch. I came Monday night. I don't know if I will. Just because I imagine it being a sluggish, like the 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 Patriots offense has looked sluggish since week three, since they played Seattle, really. And the Jets are the Jets. All right. All right, let's so talk about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Um okay, good. so made me happy. week eight, the Bears played the New Orleans Saints and unfortunately lost in overtime. In overtime. Final score yeah. 26 to 23. Saints. 
Um, this was their best loss of the season, I'd say. If that's even something you can say, but to be fair, the other ones were pretty terrible games. Um, the Bears basically yeah. had touchdowns in either of those games because the Colts game, the one touchdown they scored came in trash time at the very end. Um, so at least in this game, they put up a good fight, took it to overtime. That's better, but it can talk about like Nick Foles finding an identity. He did have, well, like, I'll start with the positives here. He connected with Darnell Mooney, which was awesome to see. Um, I guess that's the only positive, and I'm I'm not ready to totally blame it on Nick Foles. He's out there getting killed. I feel like maybe Nick Foles wouldn't be. We we're talking about him being a great fit. Um, his one problem is that he's not mobile. I mean, not his one problem, but one of his problems is he's not mobile. So this Bears offensive line, and obviously every quarterback has improved with a better offensive line, particularly guys who can't scramble out of the pocket. Um, Nick Foles like never even considers it. You can see it takes him very long, even if he like. There was a play where Troy Aikman mentioned this, and I was thinking that even before he said it, that uh, if that were Trubisky, he would have scrambled for the first down, but he's just very – he can't run. Um, yeah. And I noticed that he just dumps it off when he's in a situation where maybe someone else would scramble out of the pocket. He rarely ever scrambles. He just stands there in the pocket and throws it away or takes a hit. Um, and that's been a problem because this Bears offensive line has been terrible. Um, I think we both agree it all stems from the offensive line. I'll let you say your piece now. All right, I'm just going to talk about something in specific. This might just be me, but the Bears, I know he's not even close to the same player, but the Bears, if they use Montgomery as more of a receiving back, that could help them a lot, right? Montgomery is going to be mismatched. Well, they kind of have been using him as a receiving back. But even more, think about it. If you have him as a receiving back, that's another option for Foles because Foles likes to throw it short pretty often. And if he's under pressure, he has he has Montgomery there, right? Montgomery, every single time he gets the ball, when, and think about Montgomery, he might not get a lot of yards per carry, but me and you both agree he gets more yards than what he should be getting, right? What do you mean they, by that? Like, if he, he has defenders right at him at, to gain zero yards and oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. to get two, yeah. right? I think if you get him one-on-one with a linebacker, right, he might not outrun them. Oh, yeah, you're just talking yards. about that one play against Tampa Bay. No, I'm not thinking about that. I'm talking about, let's say, let's say a safety or cornerback's guarding him, right? What will yeah. we do to them? He'll probably truck them, make them break <laughs> their tackle, right? He will probably consistently gain eight to ten yards of play if he were more involved in the receiving game. And the Bears I don't need that. Say that, but yeah. Oh, also, I'd like to say if we're talking about studs and duds, which we haven't done for a while, I noticed Anthony Miller had eight receptions on that game. I believe every single one of them was just like a crucial catch. Was just like I don't know yeah. why, just all of them seem to come at like a great time or like give the Bears a first down. Or give a spark. I just I noticed like every single catch. I was like, wow, that was like very important. He had one like um, I don't know. Just I can't point specifically, but I just if you look back on all the ways Anthony Miller contributed, that was good to see. Um, yeah, I, Miller usually steps up right around this time. What do you think about the Bears' defense? Because there are things that they're not looking as elite. Of course, they're they're going to be a top ten unit pretty much every year. I'd say top fifteen. But this is a team that needs to be propelled by their defense. This defense has to be like elite, elite. Yeah. So, do you think that it's elite enough, or has it even the potential to be elite enough to carry the Bears, considering how lackluster the offense has been? Yeah, I think it is. I think that as the season goes on, they play a lot of very bad quarterbacks throughout the rest of the year, right? They play, I after okay, they play Tannehill is pretty good. They play Rogers twice and Watson, right? Those are not bad quarterbacks. What are you talking about? No, those, and Matt Stafford isn't a bad quarterback either. What? Matt Stafford is, I would say, a bit above average, right? 
I don't. I think Matt Stafford's a top ten quarterback. Okay, fine. He's probably ten. Yeah, they're actually very good quarterbacks. Unless you said it, they've got. So, how many games do they have left? Um, I mean, honestly, considering the how many, quarterbacks, wait, how many games do they have left? How many games do they have eight. left? Eight. If yeah, okay, of course they have eight games left. So then that's Rodgers twice, Tannehill. Let's um. That's at least so that at least half of their games are against good quarterbacks. And then I could say six out of eight if you're saying I consider Stafford to be a good or sorry, they've only they've already played. So five out of eight. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean I, I know I'm just you, sidetracking. If you look at here. the right, that's not my point. My point is is that I think this defense as the year goes on and plays way worse offenses. Whether that's well, again, I don't I don't I don't think you can say they're gonna play worse offenses. I will say they're going through a hard stretch here and these first three and these in these three games, this three game stretch. I mean, the, the Lions Rams, offense Saints. isn't that good either. The what offense? The Lions offense isn't great. The Texans offense isn't great. They might have yeah, good it quarterbacks. Is. Yeah, it is. Their the problem Texans is their offense. defense. They, the Texans offense is good. As is Sean Watson, David Johnson. Yeah, on, on, on paper, on paper, it might be good. But if you look at it, until they're losing by twenty, they're not really scoring points. They I have to see. Average, but they, they, they average, looks like they, the Bears. It looks like a lot of the teams that the Bears are playing upcoming. Their problem is their defense, not their offense. I I actually disagree. I think that they play not that insane offenses for the rest of the year. I, I kind of have to disagree. I, I think that they have an all right schedule the rest of the year, but they still have to play the Packers twice. I think mm-hmm. um, the Vikings are beatable. I think that they could be the Vikings twice, but still the Vikings might be able to get it figured out. They've got offensive potential at least. Jacksonville, yes, very bad team. Very bad offense. I think the Lions have a solid offense. They put up how many do they put up against the Bears in Week One? That was also Week One, but like twenty-seven. No, right? I think less, less in the twenties, hundred percent. Yeah, it was probably twenty. Here, let me check. That's that's a that's under league average. I want to check. I want to check. All right. I'm pretty sure it was twenty-three, twenty-seven. You're right. It was twenty-three, twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Under league average is still allowing. They're not being elite. That's what I'm saying. Also, um, so yeah. I'm not that. I'm and not that concerned about play the Titans this week. I'm not that concerned about the Bears' defense because it seems like they're kind of figuring out slowly how to stop the run. I feel like they're. Yeah, they're but what I'm saying is, is I'm not saying they're they're a below average unit or anything like that. But I just think I have concerns that they're not going to be elite enough to propel this offense. No, I understand. But I'm saying is that. If you look, it seems like they're improving on the run defense aspect, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Um, so they're improving on that aspect, right? Khalil Mack is getting sacks. Akeem Hicks has been a bit quiet recently, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really expecting. Has. I'm expecting a, a big bounce back game here and there because he's been getting the pressures. He just hasn't been getting the the sacks. And Robert Quinn, he's been getting a lot, a lot, a lot of pressures. Like he's. The thing about Robert Quinn is he's been yeah, but that's to the, lame. I mean, we both agree. Robert Quinn has not been worth the signing yeah, so far, but it. pressures mean a lot because think about it. On the you know on Teddy Bridgewater's interception that sealed the game, Robert Quinn was in his face. That's why he had to throw it throw it early. There are a bunch of plays like that where Robert Quinn makes him throw it earlier. So whether he's getting the sacks or not, he's still he's still forcing the quarterback to throw it a lot a lot faster, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, I understand, but it's just definitely not worth the money. But we can get into that another time. No, but um, like, those are my you, thoughts. Watch, I'd say the Bears. Like, if you look at, high, okay, what? I, I know, I know, I know. You just said it. If you look at it, 
No, no, no. I'm saying if you look at this, Danny Trevathan started off very slow. He had his best game of the year against the Saints. Roquan Smith is flying all over the field. You should look at his yeah, coverage Roquan's numbers. Great. Okay, I, I Roquan, they have some good defense, but it just you're watching it with I, your eyes. I, I, I 100% have to be agree. I'm looking at it. I agree. You're looking at it at the eye test, but I think that as the wind as the winter comes, Chicago weather that helps defenses a lot. I think that the Bears are going to slowly improve. Also, think about yeah, it. They can't slowly improve. They can't slowly they can't? improve. They can't slowly Why? progress because they have to be good now if they're going to. If they, if they have a, if they want to be elite, they can't just slowly improve. I think that they, well, I'm, okay, I'm saying is that every game they get a tiny bit better. I'm not saying that's that. Not even, that's not true. That's not been the case. This might have been one of their worst defensive performances of the year. And it wasn't I mean, terrible. Really. Rams was their worst. It was not a terrible defensive performance, but it's the Bears. You know what you're getting. I think the, like the, the worst the minimum is, is still a solid defensive effort, but I. I don't know. I this was not I a think very the, good defensive. The performance. worst defensive performance, in my opinion, was Week One versus the Lions. Really? Why? Because the Saints are a great offense. Keeping them twenty six isn't that big of a deal. I get it's not elite, but the Lions aren't that elite. I guess. I guess. How many did they allow the Falcons? Um, I'm not sure. You're really not sure. I thought you knew this stuff. How much do they allow to the Falcons? I do know this stuff. I just don't remember by how. The Falcons are also a very good offense. 30 to 26. So anyway, um, one more thing. Cairo Santos is awesome. He was nailing kicks all over the place. So at least that's a positive. Um, Okay, moving on now. Bears, Titans. I don't really, you give the intro to this one. All right. So the Titans seem kind of banged up. The Bears seem banged up. The Bears have no offensive line. The Titans have a very bad pass stretch. I don't think Clowney is going to play. All right. Okay. Now, if you look at their cornerbacks, Dory Jackson is not going to play. They got they traded for um, Desmond King, who's a great cornerback. Right. The problem is, is that he hasn't practiced this whole week. So I can imagine. You remember when the Bears traded for Khalil Mack when he played for the Packers? They traded for him yeah, like of course six days before. He played like thirty percent of the snaps that game. 40%. Yeah, he was also that's why his, an absolute. That's why his. He was absolutely yeah, unstoppable. That's why his performance is also more impressive than what the paper makes it look like, what it looked like on paper, right? But Desmond yeah. King isn't going to play that much of the game, right? Down, then they have Butler and no one else. They have a bad run defense, not that great. Jeffrey Simmons, they're like, knows their defensive tackle who's very good at stopping the run, is injured. He's probably going to play, but he's still banged up, right? I think that the Bears offense can really go, go, go at this Titans defense and have a solid game. I mean, I don't think Foles is going to be pressured that much. He'll be pressured a good amount, but this is the one of the best games that they're going to have. This is probably like the worst defensive line that they're going to play for the rest of the year, or one of them. All right? That's interesting so that's good for Foles. So I, I, I'm going to guess that you're picking the Bears here. Both these teams are have been 0-2 in the last few games, so that's an interesting test for both teams. I think I'm going to pick the Bears. I want to be positive and all that. Um It'll be interesting to see if they can allow Derrick Henry to under like 120 yards or something. If he, that would be incredible. You know, you stop Derrick Henry, you stop him, but he's gonna he runs over everyone, so it wouldn't be that much that bad. Um, I don't know. I, I'm very interested to see how the Bears play against this Titan team, but I think I'm gonna pick the Bears to win. Yeah, give me the score. Hmm, let me think of a score: 24 to 20. I think I picked that score for another game, actually. Yeah, that sounds familiar. No, actually, 27 to 24. 
Will the Bears get an interception or a turnover on defense? Yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course. They're really? going to win. They have to have a turnover. Yes. So then are they going to force an interception? Sure, yeah. Is Tannehill's only thrown four Actually, no. That's actually an interesting question now as you say it because Tannehill's a very efficient quarterback and Derrick Henry, I don't know, fumble. So that's interesting. But I th- oh, honestly, they could strip sack Tannehill. They could strip I sack could Tannehill. That. They're very good at strip sacks. So, yeah, but I think I think – I don't know if I can name a specific way, um, like method, but the Bears find a way generally to get a turnover. Do they have yeah. a turnover in the Saints game, though? Um, the Saints game, they actually forced three fumbles, didn't get any recovered. Got it. Okay, so you're picking the Titans, too. What's your final score? Um, well, I didn't say I'm picking the Bears. I mean, the not Titans. the Titans. <laughs> picking the Bears. I didn't say I'm picking the Bears, either. Oh, okay, I'm so go on. I'm not sure, but I am doing this out of curiosity. I want to see one thing. Um, all right, go all on. Right. So I think the the Titans tackle, the, the, the Titans tackle Jack Conklin towards ACL, right? So now they're going to be starting a backup tackle. They towards ACL a few weeks ago. And I think since he towards ACL, the, the Titans haven't won that many games, right? Let's see Titans offensive line um, roster. Here, you talk for a second. I just want to see this for a second. Um. So who's got to step up if the Bears are going to win this game? I mean, obviously Nick Foles. We didn't go into that um, that much, but he played. Uh, he he's very turnover prone. Um, so Nick Foles has got to step up. Like I said, the defense has got to generate a turnover. Um, David Montgomery, this is a kind of great opportunity. Like you were saying, the Tennessee is. <clears throat> I think they have a reputation of having a good defense, but Tennessee is a pretty not not a great defense. So. David Montgomery has got to step up. Also, I'm excited to see Darnell Mooney. I'm just scared with Darnell that, like, will end up wasting his potential or something. I don't know. Like, Kevin White. I know it's different because Darnell Mooney is just a better player than Kevin White. I think that's fair to say. But yeah. anyway, um, Darnell Mooney, they finally showed, Foles and Mooney show that they finally have some sort of a connection uh, last game since he was able to hit him for the deep ball. But hopefully it can blossom into something more this game against the worst defense. All right. So I'm about to figure it out. Yeah. So I'll tell you the Titans offensive line isn't great so far, right? Their tackles are not great. Ty Samburio, who I think is their backup who's coming in and they have Dennis Kelly. Both of them have been fine, right? Not great, but I think the bears can really Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack can really, really, really have a good game. I'm really, really, really tempted to pick the bears. And I am going to pick the Bears. I think the Bears are going to win. Bad. I'm going to say the final score. Oh, but the Titans will get an over 75-yard touchdown. That's actually insane when you think about it. Insanely bold. I don't think they understand. The Bears have one completion I over 50, 50 yards touchdown makes in sense. eight games. I'm bolding the Titans. I'm saying the Titans get an over 75 I mean, the yard Titans, touchdown. That actually, I would, this is off the top of my head. But I would say probably the Titans have like one of the most deep play things in the NFL because AJ Brown's an insane threat. And then Derrick Henry always breaks off for big runs. So if you're going to pick any team to make that prediction, it would make sense to do the Titans. But also like, I guess Alvin Kamara broke off for a big run against the Bears. So maybe, I don't know, you hate to see it. The Bears tackling has been pretty good this year too. So yeah, I just hope Derrick Henry doesn't stiff arm someone to death. (laughs) <laughs> that would be funny but I mean this defense I really think that his defense is going to improve after this game they came off of uh, a Rams and Saints game where they really didn't play up to their whole potential can we give some credit to Roquan Smith I love Roquan Smith he's so good 
Yeah, sure. I just gave credit to him. But come on, give know, me your prediction. Give me a score prediction. We can get um, out here. All right, let's see. I'm gonna do twenty three seventeen. Sorry, that is a interesting score. Yeah, that makes sense though. Okay, twenty seven. Bears are gonna get mine is kind of a lame score. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Actually, anyway. no, they're not. They're not. They're not. Let 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 me stop being stupid. Twenty twenty two. No. Okay. Why you think the Bears aren't gonna have three field goals? Um. I'm going to say 24 to 20. You know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to make it. I made my 27 to 24, 27 to 23, because the Bears have a very good red zone defense. They might be able to create a lot of field goals. It's 24. I mean, one field goal, 23 means three field goals. You know what? Yeah, I might. um, 24. I think the Bears are not going to be in the red zone much. So the only way that they can win is if they really execute in the red zone. And if I'm picking the bears, I have to have them execute in the red zone. So I have them three touchdowns and one field goal. So that's 24. The bears are one of the best red zone defenses in the NFL. They do. I think they have number one. Red yeah, zone I love defense the red in zone the NFL. defense. They also have great third down. I think they have the number one third down percentage in the NFL, which is like, okay, on paper, the bears might be letting up a solid amount of points, but in reality, in these stats, like the red zone defense and third down conversion are two of the most important stats in the NFL. When, it, when the Bears need it, their defense steps up like crazy. It does. Like, in, like, specific, like, spots in the red zone, their defense steps up. Third down, yeah, I've seen multiple quotes about the Bears' defense saying they love to have the pressure on them, which makes sense. And I think that if the Bears' offense can produce a bit, it puts the Bears' defense in a situation where they need to step up, and I believe they will. And I have them winning 24-23. to 24-23. Wow. Okay, good score, good score. All right, that should do it for our episode. All right. Leave us a like, spread the word, and bear down. Bear down. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening, and bear down. Uh.